Hey everybody, today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, a basketball-themed board game only available at hoopsters.store. I like playing board games because it gives me a chance to connect with my kids or my friends, and for me, the best games are a lot of fun, but they're easy to learn, right? I don't like checking the rules on the inside of the box lid every other move. Great games require some strategy, but also a little bit of luck, and they don't take forever to complete a game. I'm not a fan of those five-hour Monopoly sessions. So I can tell you firsthand that Hoopsters is all of these things. You can play a quick game in 15 minutes or longer one in 30. It brings all of the thrill of basketball together with the strategy of backgammon. And I just can't tell you enough about how much fun it is. Each set is handcrafted here in Central Ohio, so head to hoopsters.store, and if there aren't any sets available, you can drop in your email address and we'll let you know as soon as we have some more. That's hoopsters.store. Now on to the show. We're going to do this then in three, two, one. Cue coach. Andrew Luck retires from the NFL, and Luck has it. We've got him on the show. How about that? Uh, no, we don't. Oh. But we do have a ton of medium-level thoughts about college football. Oh, yeah, we do. We've got conference champ predictions, playoff predictions, and a maestro final thought that will blow your effing brain right out of your goddamn gullivar, everybody. Live from the BB Dome, this is Sounding great, Maestro. Sounding good. As always. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means we know the big storylines, but we often get those details wrong. Hopefully, you're not tuning in because you expect a sports show that gets the details right because we're not that show. Okay? That's Sports Thursday. Go listen to Sports Thursday. God, I hate those guys. Hate those guys. We are Sports Wednesday. I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus. You'll hear my co-host call me BMOC. That's what that stands for. And let me tell you about these two co-hosts, because you cannot find better co-hosts within a four-mile radius of where the Peepee Dome is currently located, for sure. <laughs> you probably can't. That's right. First of all, this guy. This. This guy. This guy. This guy had something really funny to say about him, and I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I should have written that down. Hang on. Okay, I got it. Three, Hold two, it. one. This guy. This guy. This guy secretly wishes his nickname was Scooter. It's the coach, basketball legend Matt Scooter Longley. How are you, Scoots? Ooh. I'm doing <laughs> he is good. doing good. Really good. Very All memorable. Right, Scoots. And then this guy. That, that guy. guy. This guy is recording his second podcast of the night, and he's still going. It's the maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? It's wearing me out. It is wearing him out. Care. Podcasted hey, out. Hey, guy. Hey, guy. Hey, guy. Uh, what's, uh, what's it going to take for me to get uh, <laughs> from, from uh, slot number three to slot number two uh, with the intros? Uh, hey, guy. I was going to do it, but usually you play guitar, and that's like a good thing to end the intros with. You're always like... Hey, I'm good. He's trying to, <laughs> trying to move up in the lineup, coach. 
I got you, man. I got you. Uh, well, I, yeah, hang in there. That. I mean, the co- the coach is on a run of bad bad string appearances. Pretty soon this podcast is gonna be me and you. Oh, oh man. man, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, hey now, mm-hmm. you, okay, yeah. Wimberton. You, uh, yes, you can sir. follow this show over on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. How are we doing on the old Instagram? We're we're up one. We're up to one twenty one. Twenty one. Our goal is one twenty by the end of August. That means we've done it. I a know. little celebratory we, guitar riff, we... Maestro. That's all I got. My guitar's across the room. Well, that's a good place right. for it. Yeah, well, sorry, <laughs> sorry, listeners. The live music being the one good thing about the show is just not available. At the and we time. don't even all have right. it. And we're on, on, on the Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sports Singular Wednesday. Uh, two good places to follow the show. Uh, after you you listen to a Sports Wednesday, and we're one of those podcasts that you, you're always checking how much time's left because you don't want it to end because the rest of your week is just a bleak wasteland of nothingness. Go to the Instagram, go to the Twitter. We'll give you a little hits of dopamine to get you through to the next episode. That's exactly correct. It'll be very inconsistent, but we'll give it to you. Or you could go to sportswednesday.com, click on merch, and buy yourself some Sports Wednesday merch. We got notebooks. What else we got? We got mini skirts. We got we got leggings and jeggings, calendars, water water bottles, coffee cups. Yeah, we got pillow shams. They're a total mm. shame. Do we have stickers? I think there are stickers. Yeah. Okay, stickers would be. We good. got stickers. We got yeah. stickers. stickers. Stickers are great. I love if stickers. you uh, if, if you're like one of those kind of uh, you carry around an acoustic guitar on campus to impress the ladies, you want to get a Sports Wednesday sticker to stick on that case. Mm, or slap it on your skateboard. You know we you know it's the rage right now. Is put a sticker on your water bottle. Oh, your water uh, bottle. Stick up stickers. Your hydro on flask. Coach, Coach does that. Once he thought he left a water bottle in my car, and he described all the stickers on it, and I'm like, "There's no water bottle in the car. I don't need the sticker descriptions." <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. That's a true story. That's what our interactions are like outside of the show. Real riveting. All right, and one last thing. This is a little housekeeping thing, guys. I wanted to bring it back up because it was a. Yeah, a couple months ago where we oh, came yeah. up with the, the thrift store challenge after yeah. I found the Roger Maris bubblehead. Is that still a thing? Because I think we need to set a date. Yes, that is a thing. I like your date. All right. So I have here uh, September 23rd. So the show that week, we will reveal our thrift store finds and then we'll put them on the Instagram. All right. That I need a deadline, just like uh, Maestro needs deadlines for all the That's extra right. work you give him. Give him a deadline. Now I wanna, hey, um, Can you remind me what the challenge was? Find was something five, cool sports-wise. Something $5 cool. and less? Uh, it was, it's just a thrift store find. It's some sort of sports-related thing. And then, uh, you know, our hundreds of thousands of listeners will vote on whose was the best. It'll be great. The live feed that night, the live stream, the 175,000 people that get to see what we revealed. It's going to be awesome. It will be awesome. And and I want to, full disclosure, was at the thrift store this weekend and found something. And I thought, I should buy this for that challenge. And then I wasn't sure if the challenge was still on. So I didn't buy it. Oh, uh, you should have bought it anyway. It, it is good. Well, see, here's the thing. It wasn't my size. So I would oh. be buying it just to win the challenge. But then I thought I could buy it, win the challenge, and then we'll give it away in a listener contest. See, all these great ideas are coming after. You need to just do. Just yeah, do. you're right. Just I got to get out of my head. You know what gets me out of my head, by the way? What's that? Morning morning commute music. <laughs> That's not right. That's right. 
All right, time for the morning commute where we get the bulk of our medium sports level thoughts out of our heads and into your ear holes. Uh, Maestro, just a quick question. Do you want me to edit that so it sounds like you got it right the first time? Because it was kind of funny listening to the two times. No, no, mistakes and all. This is what this show's about. You know what's funny, though? You you do it and you're like, that's not right. But you're the only one that knows what song you're playing. So for us, (laughs) we have no idea. We're like, I guess it's not right. It sounds like guitar music to me. Could be right. It could be. It's a guitar. It's distorted. All right, so big news, big news, big news this week. Andrew Luck, at age 29, announced his retirement. Andrew Luck, 29, arguably at the peak of his career. Uh, tired of the in- the injuries, uh, feels like a, the, the pressure of Harry's helmet weighing down on his head. <laughs> Coach, what's, what's the story and what's your take? So, I mean, like, there's hot takes all over the place for Andrew Luck and people being upset and people accepting it. But I mean, after you, you hear him talk about all the injuries and you, I mean, he lost a whole year with a shoulder. He's had, he's, he's an inch. He's kind of a China doll. He's a tough dude, but his body, it, it breaks a lot. And he's had a lot of like major injuries, like a, a lacerated kidney. I think he had, <laughs> he played through it. He's had, and he, every time he gets these, he's got to like spend months like he said, I get injured, I'm in pain, I got to rehab. Then I get injured again, I have, I, I am in pain, and then I rehab. And I just think he sees all of these other football players that have gone and done this and have a horrible uh, way of life right now as a retired football player. He's like, F that. I've made a ton of money. I love the game, but I don't want to be that, and I don't want to do it anymore. And he, I mean, he just, it's crazy. I, yeah, but let me ask you this. I mean, I understand the injuries, but I I sensed in there there was a mental component to it too. It is. Like I think he's it's just, he's tired of the grind. Cl- yeah, climbing the hill every time he's got to come back and and then get back into the game and and the grind. You know, think about mentally preparing himself. Like he prepared himself this whole season. I I, th- I don't think he thought about it for a while. I mean, he wasn't thinking about retirement before because he was healthy again and he had a fantastic year last year. Like comeback mm-hmm. player of the year. Threw for over four thousand yards. I mean, he had an unbelievable year, like top ten quarterback. And then I think he got this calf injury that wouldn't go away, and he's like, "Jesus Christ, I can't do this again." And I think it crept hmm. into his head. He thought, "All right, I'm gonna have to start on the IR again." It's and then it wasn't really just a simple calf injury; it could have been a lot more. And I think he's. I've just, had one of those. Yes, they're you not, have, and they're, 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 not and they're not simple at all. And and, and ask Kevin Durant about a simple calf injury what else it could lead to so i mean i just think yeah but let me just say this go ahead i I get it 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 sucks i remember like a few years ago like a viral video went around of andrew luck getting sacked (laughs) and like he would get up and tell the de's he's like that's a great hit man that was a great hit like he was always complimenting them on their on their hits he left 58 million dollars on the table oh and 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 potential now now, maestro you had a you had a calf injury would you come back for $58 million? Uh, hell yeah. But can I, can I counter that? Would you, yeah. but if you already had 52 in the bank, would you? Uh, that would be a no. See, and he has, he's earned $52 million already. What, what is he like at fifth third bank? Is that where he has his ATM card? <laughs> Cause they have no fees on their ATMs. Welcome new sponsor, Fifth Third Bank, to but, the show. And, but this dude's a single dude. I bet she doesn't spend any. Let's just say he's got twenty. He's not married. He's I got, think he's married. Okay, but he doesn't spend. And this is not. 
he's not Kanye West. He's not out buying private planes. No. Let's say he's got twenty million still in the bank. I, this dude seems pretty simple to me. I don't think yeah, he, he cares. Does. He does. He's a smart dude too. And, and he's I, gonna, I th- and like he's going to find his way and make millions doing something else. All these yeah, dudes I'm do. Sure. He, I get uh, what you're saying. Leaving fifty eight million dollars on the table, that's ridiculous. But I, I did read somewhere that he uh he said he I think he did I think he is recently married, but I think he did say if it wasn't for his injury where it was his torn labrum or whatever, he was out that whole season, he wouldn't have met his wife. Mm-hmm. And I think he's starting to see things from a different perspective. Like, what else is out there? You know, and you know the I love, it, I love the game, but I'm hurting and like maybe there's more that I'm missing out on. And I think he's just looking at it. from. And I also think the Colts, if you if, didn't, aren't trying to recoup any of the money that they gave him, technically they could ask for 13 million back. There's 24 total million that he got or, of his signing bonus. They could ask for it back, but they're not going to. I think that he's, they think that he's going to spend a year and his body's going to heal AKA like Brett Favre. And then he's going to come mm-hmm. back and be like, you know, what? I, can, I feel good right now. And then he's going to take a look at the team. He'll say it right before, right when training camp is over and he'll come in and he'll just play the games and he'll be back for two more years. I think they think that. Hmm. I don't think they truly believe he's out for good. But they're not going to let him keep that money, are they? Oh, yeah. He gets to keep it. They're not asking mm-hmm. for it back. They, they, the way they've talked about it, it's almost like, I mean, it's like a gift to him. Thank you for what you've done. Really? They're not asking for back. Million? No, it's it's That's a lot. That's a lot of money. It's over twenty four million. They're not Ooh. asking for it back, which <laughs> tells me they have faith that he's not going to stay retired. Okay. So let me. Uh, so I I've heard that as well that maybe he'll heal up in body and mind, uh, and and get his hunger for the game back. Uh, you know, a lot of people pointing to the fact that his dad is the commissioner of the XFL. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oliver Luck. Oliver Luck. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. I did not I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Commissioner of the X and uh, not only that, he was general manager of the Houston Dynamo of Major League Soccer. Led them to uh, mm. two championships in two thousand. I did not know that. Did not know that. He was also general manager of two World League of American but his dad is just a general manager extraordinaire. He is, but he never makes it to the NFL. Yeah, never made it in the NFL. So, okay, anything else you want to say about Oliver Luck? I, I mean, good luck to him. I was certainly surprised by that. Uh, I just think, you know, there has been a turn in our culture around yeah. the violence of football. I mean, fewer and fewer kids are being allowed to play it. Uh, you know, the injuries get pretty bad. And uh, people are going to say shitty things about that. But, you know, if he's got $20 million in his fifth third bank account, he can go to his ATM <laughs> as much as he wants. Whenever he wants a pizza, he's fine. Well, I mean, like, like what you said—the the change in the um, the culture and. The well, let me ask you, why why come to camp though? Well, so this is what I'm telling you. He came to camp. I think he was ready to play some football, and he has that nagging calf injury. I also believe there's more to that injury than they're letting on, because it's it. He thought it was just going to be a simple calf injury, and it's just it's just lingered and lingered and lingered and it i guarantee that some doctor said this could be one that you can play through or it's going to be one that you're going to miss eight games or we're going to have to do surgery i bet you the word surgery was mentioned and he's like Mm -hmm. f that i don't want to do it that's what i'm thinking because i think he heard the s word and said that's it i'm not doing the rehab anymore i'm not going to come back i'm not giving up another year this is i would rather just say i'm done and try something else 
All right. I mean, like you were saying, I got to say one other thing because I can't. Okay. You were talking about the okay. dark side of football. Did you happen to yeah. all see that story about the guy, the the retired fullback that was begging for help from the NFL on Twitter? Oh, we saw it because we're medium sport. No, we didn't see it. Oh my God. So this, this guy named LaRon McLean played like seven or eight years for uh, in the NFL and he was a fullback and he basically came out on Twitter and uh, just on a night, just a rant, like begging the NFL to get him in because his brain doesn't work. I mean, this guy's mm-hmm. basically saying he can't think straight because of all the hitting and he, you know, he spent all these years doing that. And he's like, if I was a quarterback, they'd be helping me immediately. I don't know what came from it, but it was, it was pretty dark. And if I was a football player in it right now and saw that, I'd be like, Oh man, I should have played baseball. <laughs> what do you think Maestro? I don't know. I fell asleep about five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about this turn in our culture sort of against sort of the violence of football, if that's mm-hmm. at all playing in deluxe decision. I think so a little bit, but no, I think he's, he's more, I think, I think coach is right. I think this calf injury is a little bit more than he bargained for. And um, I mean, I think maybe there was a bully on the team that was being mean to him saying, <laughs> Hey pussy with the calf injury. Yeah. Like you Richie, Richie incognito. Oh, yeah. Know? They exist. Uh, and I would just point this out too. He is expecting his first child. Oh, you yep. know, is this a I'm a dad about to be freak out? I, I, there's a lot of factors here. You know, because I remember when I was expecting my first child, I one night woke up at like three in the morning and started putting a quarter round around all the baseboards in the nursery because I was like, it has to have it. <laughs> that nursery has to have quarter <laughs> round, or that baby's not going to be able to live there. Yeah, and that's the BMOC version of giving up $58 million. Yes. <laughs> yes. Was it, weren't there painkillers from a softball injury involved there, too? Probably. Yeah, painkillers from a softball injury. All right. All right. Well, that's enough about Andrew Luck. Good luck to him. Good luck. Uh, I, don't, I don't hold it against him. I, I found his decision, and Maestro will like this, very interesting. Yes. Uh, and I, I think this ongoing trend uh, about sort of the – I mean, the thing we love about the NFL are the big hits and the, you know, yeah, the I know, imposing of your will on another player. But um, I think this new generation of athletes, they're like, they're not buying into the Paul Brown 1950s no. version of football. They're kind of like, hey, yeah, I got to I got to take care of myself here. Yeah, there's life after that. So great neck beard, though. Right. Andrew Luck well, has a great well, neck beard. Let's uh, he he does have a neck beard that rivals David Tennant's in Broadchurch. You can see it on Netflix. Yeah. It's a British procedural. Uh, <laughs> what a segue! It's actually yeah, that's a good show. Uh, our friend Kevin he won't watch it because of the neck beard. He said he just can't get past it. That doesn't surprise me one bit. There, Kevin hey. made it onto the show. Wow! What's happening? Hey. What's happening? All right, so let's talk about kids who are they they just don't know enough to protect their own interests. They're just out there running against each other's bodies in horrible ways because they've got a scholarship and they're hoping that they can go pro. It's time to talk college football. College football starts. Well, oh. It started the weekend, didn't it? A couple games here and there. There's been a couple games here and there, but it starts kind of in earnest this weekend. Uh, and so the first thing I did was like each of us to predict what's one big story from the year that's going to happen in college football. Like what, what, here's what it's going to be. One big story that I think will happen. Let's start with you, Maestro. 
Ooh, me. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Coach, All you right. just re- rest your pipes for a bit. I am. I'm good. Thank you. Hey, rest your pipes. He's been, he's been a rambling man so far. 18 minutes in. <laughs> All right. I have a couple things. I think one is pretty obvious already, uh, just based on the Miami situation. But I think this whole QB transfer portal bull crap is a big dud. I think all these quarterbacks that have transferred to other schools are going to be duds. I'm a little worried about the guy at Ohio state. I think he'll be all right, but I think overall, I think all these guys are going to be duds. I think that's going to be a big story. The portal, mm, the portal, but my main one, I'm, I'm putting two out there. Of course you Look do. Look at this. Cause that's the way I roll. Socratic. Uh, I think Nebraska, I think Nebraska is going to be really good this year. That's my prediction. Oh my. I, I saw, <laughs> I, I saw some predictions that they're going to make the big 10 title oh, game for sure. I think, I think they will be a surprise team in the big 10 this year. All right. That's, those are two good ones. You got to admit it, coach. Those are tough to compete. Those with. Those are you got? tough. Bring it coach. Well, I, I have to admit that, um, those, those are some interesting ones. My, my big story would be, will the Pac-10, or excuse me, the Pac-12 um, show up? And I, I think they will. I think I'm going to say that that they could have um, two. Their first national champion? Well, no, because that that's just crazy talk. But they will get somebody in the playoffs. It's either going to be Utah or Washington's going to be in the playoffs this year. So one of the Pac-12 teams is finally going to represent um, and I think make the championship. They won't win because nobody's going to beat the other two teams that Utah. Yeah. Utah or Washington, Oregon is overrated, but one of those two teams will make the college playoffs. I think so. I think the PAC 12, can they step up and, and make it? And I think they will. So yeah. And, and, and the bold. big 10 will have no, no representative, obviously. Well, uh, mine, uh, mine kind of points that way as well. My first one is uh, Ohio State's dominance in the Big Ten is questionable because I think their head coach is under a lot of pressure and he doesn't have a lot of experience to meet that pressure. And so the first thing I wrote down was, does Ryan Day fizzle? And uh, I could see it happening. It's like 50-50 to me. Are you're, you have full confidence in Ryan Day? He's the next Urban Meyer. I like Ryan Day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I think he, I think he was basically carrying Urban's bootstraps. I think Ryan Day made Urban a better coach this past year. Yeah, I'm, I'm not worried no, about Ohio everybody. State. Says, I feel yeah. like you know, you know, like when Trestle came in after Cooper and he had, like, I feel like there's that sort of honeymoon uh, buzz that's going on. Like the team's kind of excited, rejuvenated. I think they're going to be very, very good this year. I think. Yeah, the, but but Trestle came in after have, Cooper with four national championships. True. You guys, are you guys there? I mean, Ryan Day has not been a head coach for a single day until this Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Three games. Three games last year. Three games. Three now. He's three now. Three now. He's undefeated. Well, I, I would I, not I be totally surprised. Get it. Yes. Just, I just think that's a lot to put on a guy, and he might be in over his head. That's that's just a suspicion. That's one of my stories that might be out there. The other one, I and I saw this actually on the internet, and I have to pass it on. Says Ohio ends its MAC championship drought. Woo! Yeah, mm. they are predicted very highly. 
in the MAC this year. They pointed out that I mean Frank Solich has built a consistently winning team, which is great. But we still have not won no. the MAC since 1968. Oh, that was a good team in '68. You guys remember? Great team, '68. One of my favorites. Great team. Fantastic. Team. So, so even if Ryan Day fizzles, I think Ohio winning the MAC will be the big story in the state of Ohio. Oh. People, <laughs> the dispatch won't be able to put enough green and white in their paper. They absolutely will not. <laughs> That's a good one. I love that story. Okay. You know what I hate about choosing that Ryan Day might fizzle thing is it's going to impact our next thing where we're going to start talking prognostications where we go through and we say who wins. I know. And I can't very well say Ohio State will win the Big Ten if I just said the big story is going to be. Yeah, you could. So I could. And I might. Yeah. So here's how, here's how we're going to do it. Uh, it's, again, rolling draft style, but you're allowed to you know, say the same thing other people said, so it's not a draft at all. <laughs> yes. This is the fun spot, mister. Oh, I'm sorry. It's time for the fun spot. Fun spot. Pete almost missed it. Prognostication. And it's his favorite part. And he'll edit this so it sounds like he was spot on. Of course. All right, college uh, championships. We did this last year. We're going to go through all of the Division One college conferences, and we're going to say who the champion is. Then we'll say our four playoff teams and our national champion. And uh, at the end of the season, we'll harvest a bunch of points or we'll lose a bunch of points, and we'll weep or cry accordingly. I like it. You get you guys ready? Uh-huh. Uh, so our draft order, it'll be uh, coach, me, maestro, maestro, me, coach. Yes. Yeah, slam, right. slam them. Okay. So we're going to start with uh, the, the, I got a, I got a, I got a chart here. I'm filling out. So nice. coach, uh, we're starting with the AAC. That's the All-American yes. Conference. Yes. I'm going to take Memphis. All right. I'm taking UCF, maestro. I'm taking UCF as well. Yeah. All right, now we go to the ACC, Maestro. Clemson. Coach. Clemson. Coach. And I'll make it a threesome for Clemson. All right. <laughs> Clemson threesome. <laughs> Everybody loves the Clemson threesome. <laughs> okay, time for the Big 12 there, Coach. Big 12. Uh, I'm going to go Oklahoma. Maestro? I thought I was third. Oh, I'm going to oh, go Texas. Right. Oh, you're going Texas? Awesome. Uh, I'm going Oklahoma. I wanted to go Kansas State, but they got a new coach, and he might be in it over his head. He probably mm. is. All right. So that brings us then to Maestro Big Ten. Ohio State, come on. Coach? Ohio State. All right. I'm going to go Wisconsin. Oh. I can't pick fo- Michigan. Some people are picking year. Michigan. Some people think this is the year Michigan beats Ohio State. No, it's not. That's not did me wrong last year. I'm still pissed. Yes, me too. Mm. I had Wisconsin in the playoffs. Mm. Yes, playoffs. Playoffs. I mean, we are like we might as well be throwing darts at a dartboard at this point in the season. But pretty much, yes. Okay, let's go. uh, Let's go with Conference USA, and it's your honor, Coach. North Texas. Mean Green. How about that's the same for me? Mean Green. Maestro. Utah. All right. Oh, no minors. UTEP. I like this. All right. Going for the Mid-American Conference, Maestro. Go Cats. Yeah, Coach. Go Cats. Oh, yeah. We're all three picking them. I love it. 
I think we may have already done this. It's not we did. it's not a homer pick if we all pick it. No, it's not. That's right. All right. Boise State, coach. I mean Mountain West. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take Wimberden. I'm gonna take Boise State too. <laughs> Obviously I'm taking Boise State to win Wimberden, Maestro. In Utah State, because I stayed at a, a Red Roof Inn just up the road from there. Oh, when did, Red Roof. We just stayed at Red Roof Inn just up the road for Utah State. And you sent me to uh, Salt Lake City for uh, ah for pictures. Picture, taking the yeah. pictures. Yeah, pictures. that was a long time ago. Yeah, taking the pictures. All right. Uh, All right. The Pac-12. Coach, you're a big believer in the Pac-12, so who are you picking? Washington. I am also picking Washington, Maestro. Oh, it's a Washington three-way. Oh, oh it's... the Utah Utes oh, are good as well. Utah, they're very good. You just said I'm gonna Utah. switch. I'm changing mine to Utah. Do it. The Utes. The Utes. All right. Uh, this is one of those minor conferences. The SEC, Maestro. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna take. It's gonna be another three way. Yeah, I'm gonna take Alabama. Mm. Do I have the sack to go opposite of Alabama? Is it your pick or mine? Uh, it is my pick, and I'm picking Georgia. Ah, all right, I'll go Alabama then. I can go two two Alabamas. I couldn't do three of them. All right, and Sun Belt, coach. Ah, uh, I'm taking App State. App State, where your niece plays volleyball. I'm also going yes. with the coach's oh, niece, Maestro. I'm taking App State too because they are actually ranked pretty highly this year. All right, so those are our conference champions, and we'll see how we, those come out. Now we're going to do the – you guys, there's, there is in college football is a playoff. It's four teams, okay? And so you're going to yes. tell me those four teams. Uh, seedings don't matter. They just have to make it in. And then tell me who's going to win the national championship. Let's go. Okay. Uh, Coach, why don't you give me your four teams? Okay, so my four teams are Clemson, mm-hmm. Alabama, mm-hmm. Washington, mm-hmm. And this goes against my prediction, but I just now I'm just feeling it is Texas. Oh yeah, people like Texas this year. And here's the deal. Here's why I said Ohio State. I would love to have Ohio State there, but that's why I think the Pac-12 and the Big 12 are going to get in because I think Washington and Texas are both going to be undefeated, and the Big Ten championships why not champions are going to have a loss. You didn't even pick up. A- You're such a dingling. I know I picked Oklahoma, but I'm hedging my bets Ooh, here, baby. That's a maestro move. And, I know what it is. Dude, I'm down by 28 points. I'm hedging my bets. And uh, and your national champion is Ohio Bobcats? Um, yes, or Clemson. Clemson on the repeat. Mm-hmm. It is tough. I mean, they're a good team, and they got a lot of talent coming back, but repeating in college football three times, that's tough. Mm-hmm. I know, mm-hmm. but Dabo's got it. Dabo. Right. That boy. Here's what I got. I got Clemson, Alabama, yeah. Georgia, in Oklahoma, with Georgia finally winning a national championship. Wow, you go with the Bulldogs. Ooh, I like it, Peter. All right, Maestro, what do you got? Uh, mine's super boring, sorry. Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State. Have I got Clemson winning? That quarterback yeah. is too strong. He's, he's too damn good. He's too good. Yeah, but teams got tape on him. They're going to learn that they can just grab the back of his mullet and pull him to the ground. He's so good. He's so good. That's a dangerous mullet. All right, so I want to change my Big Twelve pick. I want to. I'm going to pick Texas. I don't want to hedge my bets. I'm You're going to double Texas. up on Texas. I am. Dumb move. Big Twelve. No, Big 12. that's a smart move. Dumb move. 
All right. Uh, Maestro, since, <laughs> since apparently we're allowing a pick change, do you have any pick changes for your picks? He should. His picks suck. No, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, content with my mediocrity. All right. That's, uh, that's from our far and away leader in the ongoing scoreboard. All right. So that has, I can't even see him. That's it. Lots of prognostications. I hope that was fun because that technically was the fun spot. Fun spot. Fun spot. Clemson's quarterback is really, 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 really good. All right, good it's true. Uh, you know what else is fun, Coach? Hoopsters! Hoopsters! Hoopsters, they have the greatest basketball-themed board game you've uh, never played because it's not the market yet. Coach and I still struggling. We talked about a new strategy. You got excited. You started texting me about it, Coach. Yes, so Wait. it's the Chicago Toy and Game Conference. Mm-hmm. And so and- we could register to go there and pitch our game <laughs> to industry people, correct? Yes, you get these elevator pitches. It's I'm telling you, it's it's the place. It's it it is. It's our golden ticket. It's our effing golden ticket. I swear to God, we need a chocolate bar that lets us go. So uh, the 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 cost of attending the conference and pitching in the inventors row is one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars, which is one thousand two hundred and forty dollars over our budget. Budget. <laughs> And that's just for one of us. Then to get the second person in, it's only $1,000. So basically, we need $2,250 to go and pitch hoopsters to board game companies. So if the 175,000 people that are watching our live stream right now would just give us a quarter. Yeah. Just go ahead and give us a quarter. 25 cents. 25 cents. It's all we're asking is 25 cents out of all those 175,000 people. That little would make our dreams come true. And so what we're going to... You're going to give us a quarter, Maestro? No, I mean, I don't get to go with you guys? Yeah, you do. And so now yeah, we need, need $3,250. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. We're going to tweet out and put on Instagram Coach's home address and just drive by his house and <laughs> throw a quarter at the front throw door. Throw a quarter at my front door. That'd be great. And uh, then we'll see next week if we've got enough for us to go. That would be great to go, uh, but that is that's that's a... It's a, big, it's a big sum. It's a big sum to buy for. As much as I want my dreams to come true, and I do. Yeah. I don't have 2,250 reasons to say yes. I and I want it to. It's, it's killing me here. But, uh, but. Uh, this, that is, that is the key. That is the golden ticket. I'm telling you, it's the golden ticket. Our friend Mike did say, you know, there are probably some other smaller conferences that have similar things, not quite as big as, as the Chicago, which is the big one, which might cost less. So let's start looking into those. We'll see if Des Moines got one. There's one All in right. Indianapolis, I thought. Oh. Hoopsters.store, where you put in your email address and you get the blow-by-blow, play-by-play every day. What Coach and I do is we publish every conversation we have about Hoopsters to that newsletter list. Oh, it is it is compelling reading. It is. They're going to do st- – business schools will do studies about this. Oh, yeah. The Wharton Business School is ab- absolutely – Taking the transcript of our conversations and teaching I'm going, young business minds. I'm going on the Kellogg Business School right after this. <laughs> Chicago.
other business goes. All right, that's Hoopsters. Thanks to the good people at Hoopsters continuing to stick with us in the st- uh, on you. the show. Uh, we still only have seven newsletter subscribers, and I believe we're coming up on show 80. So would be great to get that number up to 10. Head to hoopsters.store. Put in your email address. Let's get hey, Send us a quarter. Throw a quarter at Coach's house. <laughs> Let's get to the evening commute, maestro. Sports knowledge is a medium, but the guitar riffs are hot. Nice work, Maestro. So, evening commute, we like to update you on our ongoing scoreboard. We do some trivia. We do some uh, locks of the week. A little housekeeping here. The Sports Wednesday Fantasy Football League is open on ESPN.com. Uh, the draft is actually happening this Sunday night. That's uh, September 1st, and it, the draft order is randomly selected. The draft is an auto draft where you rank your own players. So to join that league, go to sportswednesday.com. We have a link on the homepage, or go to bit.ly. That's bit.ly backslash SWFFL19. And what's that stand for? Sports Wednesday. Wednesday fan. Fantasy Football League 19. Have you guys signed up yet? Yeah, I have. Maestro? Yeah, I'm signed up. All right, I good. I haven't picked my players yet, but I, I am signed up. All right. We have four people. I have we Andrew got... Luck and uh, a few other guys that are going to retire before the good season. Good times. Maurice Claret. You said there's four teams in the league right now, Coach? Yes. So yes, we have room for 16 more. So there's 175,000 people watching right now. 16 more teams. <laughs> who's, who's the fourth? Volker. Nice. Ah, oh, nice. Yes. All right. I was just about to say, like, that, that fourth person is going to see there's only the three of us and be like, yeah, actually, I'm going to fold that. I know. <laughs> All right. I don't want to share it that bad. It's time. Let's do our locks of the week. A quick update on last week's lock. We did week preseason week three locks, which I thought is the most ridiculous thing to gamble on. But coach tells me that's absolutely something people do. Uh, I picked New England over Carolina and I got that plus one, but I wagered an additional point that they would win by more than seven and they did not. So I come out net zero this week. Hmm. Maestro picked the Redskins over Atlanta and he got one there, but he didn't do an additional wager. So he's plus one this week. And that was, it makes him the big winner because coach chose Atlanta over Washington by seven, neither of which happened and gave him a net negative one. Another kick in the dick. I'm getting killed. Is that your your second straight week in negative numbers coach? Yes, it is. I'm getting destroyed. Well, in the wrong way, current standings in third place coach at 34 out of 78. (laughs) (laughs) That's so bad. That is, uh, that's sub 50%. Yeah. Uh, I'm not much better though. 36 out of 78. Maestro with an 11 point lead over Jesus. second place at 47 out of 78, man. That's sick. It's sick. Maestro, if you blow this lead this year. You will. Oh, I will blow you it. You know he will. <laughs> I will blow it. I will go on a massive run. Okay. All righty. So this week's lock, I, I thought this was interesting uh, lock, and I'm just realizing I didn't choose one, so I'm going to let you two guys go first. Which ranked college team is going to lose this in this week's game? So starting tomorrow, that's Thursday night through Sunday the 1st. Uh, top 25 team that's going to lose. And let's start with you, Coach. All right, I'm going to pick um, 
Oregon's going to lose to Auburn. <laughs> I knew it. That's a good one. Pick the other side. Uh, that is a good one. Well, no, I know I was going to pick Oregon was going to lose, but uh, they played before, yeah. haven't they? Because uh, Auburn beat somebody last year in, in the Pac-12. I think they were. They, they, it might be home and home and home because they're playing in Auburn, or it's a neutral site. I don't know where the neutral site is. Yeah, I like that. I felt like that game happened yeah. last year in Auburn one. Uh, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take right now from what I saw, Stanford is ranked 25. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take Northwestern over Stanford. All right. So you're picking Stanford to lose. Yep. All right. I'm going to take, I got to look here. Oh no, that is not at all. What I thought it was. I'm curious about this Vandy game against Georgia. I know Georgia will win, but it'd be cool to see Vandy upset Georgia out of the gate. That would be pretty impressive. No. Ain't going to happen, but Vandy had a good year last year. for Vandy's standards. And uh, and Coach, uh, what what games were tempting you? I'm just asking no real reason. Which other ones? Yeah. Um, I think the BYU-Utah, but I don't know anything about – Utah's really good this year. I don't know if that one seems yeah. like a smart. That's a that's a that's a huge it rivalry. Is. Game it's early. Yeah, it's yeah. an early game, meaning, but that's the time when a when a good upset will happen. Hey, he you picked Auburn over you Oregon, right? Yeah, you could pick Oregon. So Pete, you could take the opposite of that. I mean, Oregon could very easily beat Auburn too. So, yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll pick Auburn okay. to lose. I was tempted to do something like Texas State over Texas um, A&M, but like those are like once in a lifetime upsets. You that's know? that's a huge one. And I even thought like there's a um like I think it's Idaho. Yeah, I looked at that too. Oh, God. Yeah. And and I almost picked them because they've it's upset Penn State some people. they're playing now. Yeah. Yes, which if it was Penn like in Iowa, maybe, mm. you know. So yeah. and it, right now and the coaches in the news right now for yeah the doctor yeah said he was pushing yeah. them to clear guys They're that right. weren't cleared they, they are right for a, a bad year i think that's uh that's horrible but in the grand scope of things penn state's been in trouble for not that bad <laughs> not that <laughs> and i can guarantee you every coach has <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if I was getting in trouble, a Penn State athletic director calls me into the office and says, you're trying to clear guys who aren't clear, I'd be like, eh. Like, now, okay. remind me so, what happened uh, with that last coach. What, what happened last time with the statue and that guy? Just tell me. Oh, my God. Grand scheme of things. Not that bad. Every head football coach is doing that to the doctor. Yeah. No, I bet. Oh, yeah. All right, so those are your locks of the week. Huh? Coach, what do, what do we mean by lock? lock? I mean, how confident are we? So confident. I mean, literally, if you let's say your house means everything to you and you just you're not a risky person, this is the risk you're going to take. Go get a second mortgage and put it all on one of just these Just don't games. pick coach's pick cuz 34 34 out of 70. Oh no. No, you always, it's like the slot machine that's just, it, you just know it's going to hit. That's me. Hake's the slot machine that keeps hitting that's going to start losing. I'm the slot machine that's going to hit. Yeah, once again, Coach, sort of describing his life in gambling terms. 
It's <laughs> creepy. Creepy. <laughs> it's getting it worse, uh, Maestro. I know we're going to have to have an inter- intervention here for Coach sooner or later. But now it's time for Trivia. 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 I love trivia. I was thinking, you know, I've been looking at the show sheet. I'm like, where can we trim some time? And I'm thinking, what if we just one person does a trivia question? But I like it so much when we all do them. So this is a very popular uh, topic for people named Matt. It's Matt trivia tonight, which means your question must involve a player named Matt in some way. Mm. For example, and I'm going to go first for you guys. All right. You can work together on this. Are you going to ruin our, our I, two questions? I am worried like that's going to happen. Time. That's why I'm going first. Oh, I've All got right. a good one. You guys uh, know the NFL. That's football, professional football. You know that yes. they keep statistics about things. For example, how many yes. passing yards a quarterback has thrown. And in the top 100 right. NFL quarterbacks passing yards, there are four mats. How many can you name? I can name three right off the bat. Matt Ryan. Matt, Matt Ryan. Matt. And Matt Hasselbeck. Wait, I'm sorry. What did you say, Maestro? I said Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford for sure. Correct. And I Correct. said Matt Hasselbeck. There's one more Matt. And then Matt. Um... Oh, shit. I will admit that this Matt surprised me. Not nope. Matt Castle. So it's Matt. I'm blanking on the mats. All right, so I'm going to need a, a, a hint here. Uh, no hints? Will the hint give it yeah, away? probably. What team? Uh, I'll tell That'll you what. I'll, I will tell you. He is not with this team anymore, but his best years were with Houston. Oh, Matt Schaub? Yep. Matt Schaub. So wow. here, here's what you got. Matt Ryan is 12th, 46,720 yards. Matt Stafford is 21st, 38,526. Matt Hasselbeck, 26th, 36,638. And then at 75th, Matt Schaub, 24,887. Wow, Matt Schaub slinging the pigskin. Yeah. And it's crazy how many of the top 100 are like from this modern era of let's throw the ball. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about it. Matt Stafford's on a team that doesn't even win, but he gets a ton of yards he does pretty yeah. soon ya tittle's gonna get pushed out poor ya tittle all right what do you got coach all right so mine is in football as well you didn't ruin it but um so we know there are two very well-known mats um matt stafford who is the quarterback for the detroit lions and matt ryan for the falcons but it's very interesting because those those two teams love t- players named matt between those two teams, there are eight mats on their team. There are eight mats on their team. I'm, I went by last year's roster because this year's roster is not set yet. So there are eight mats. Which team had more and how many? Break down how many mats were on what team out of the eight. I'm going to say there's five on Detroit. Okay. I'll say there's uh, there's six on Atlanta. Six in Atlanta and two in the other one. Wow. Uh, Maestros crushed it. There are exactly five mats on Detroit's roster and three on the Falcons. And speaking of one of those mats is Matt Schaub is still playing. He's yes. a backup quarterback. On the Falcons. Yes. 
And yeah. I also learned yeah. that Matt Sims, son of Phil Sims, is on one of those teams. And then the other ones are like Matt Prater, who is a kicker. Um, and then a bunch of other guys you don't know, but I was like, but isn't, uh, isn't Detroit's GM Matt Millen? Matt, no, not anymore. Oh, okay. No, Matt Millen's the one that, that kept on drafting all of those, um, wide receivers that all bombed mm-hmm. and, and then he got fired. He did draft uh, Megatron though. He did because he finally got one wide receiver that wasn't a complete yeah. idiot. Uh, let me ask you this though, uh, coach, cause you're a Matt. I am a Matt. Yes. Your question suggests that the line for you for a team to quote love a mat, love mats is at least three. At mats. least three. So two, two, two mats. They have no strong feelings about mats. No, three mats. They love they mats. Love mats. They love them. You got three right. mats. That's that's saying something. You got five mats. Right. Wow, that's almost ten percent of your roster. I know. All right, Maestro, what do you got? So I'm gonna stick with the boring NFL mats. NFL mats. NFL mats. <laughs> um. Who's an NFL Mac guy? Me, me growing up, I, I loved quarterbacks growing up, and I, I knew lots about the quarterbacks: their face mask, their uh, college, their number. I'm going to ask you and put your Googles down. Oh, it's down. I'm not doing any of that. I'm going to name four Matt quarterbacks, NFL quarterbacks that we've all we've already talked about for the most part. I want you to I want you to give me their numbers. Oh, give you Jesus. Matt, Matt, Matt Leinert, Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, and Matt Hasselbeck. What are their numbers? And my hint to you. No, I'm not going to give you a hint. Okay. I'm going to listen to I'm you. I'm awful. I am awful at this. People like quiz me and like they say a famous number and they're like, I, unless it's 23, I don't know what you're saying. Um, I'm going to say Matt Hasselbeck was 12. I think Matt Ryan was 12. Is Matt Ryan 12? All right, let's do this together. So Matt Leiner is 12. Okay. And then No, no, Ryan. Matt Ryan. No, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Is 12. And then Matt Leiner is like these, all, uh, these guys are all 18. Too, aren't they? Okay, so okay. Yeah. So what do we got? He goes Leiner at 18, Ryan 12. So then Stafford, is Stafford a single number? Is he like 8? I, I want to say he's at 21, but that doesn't make That doesn't sense. make sense. 15. Yeah, let's go with eight. We'll go eight. And, and right. then what's the last one? Matt Leinert? Yeah, you already said Matt Leinert was 18. You said Matt Stafford was eight. Matt Ryan was 12. I don't know. What did you say for Hasselbeck? Oh, Hasselbeck? We'll say he's 15. 15? 15. What do you think? Do you think it's something else? No, I think, I think he was eight. Oh, he might be eight. Okay. Yeah. You better get off the Google, Brown. He's not. That okay, I can see an eight on Hasselback, and then let's go. Yeah, because he, yeah. So, so uh, then make Stafford. What would he be then? Yeah, like eleven or ten. Okay, let's go with 10. ten. Okay, <laughs> we're wrong on all of them, aren't we? No, you got Hasselback right. He was eight. oh, well done, right. Brown. Right. So all those all those guys were single digits. So Matt Ryan is two. Two. He's two. Who's seven? Two. Uh, Leinert was seven yeah. in the pros. He was 11 in college, but he was seven in the pros and Stafford is nine, nine. You know, I, I, I think, I think that would have, we would have had a much better chance if you told us they were all single digits. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I almost did. I almost did. That was, I, I, I tell you, I suck at that. Like, I'm just not good at numbers. Like people yeah. memorize the numbers of their favorite players. I'm like, damn, 
No. I was going to add Castle to the list, but he's had a different pro number every team he's been on. Oh, that's kind of cool. That shows he's yeah. not great, but I love it. I uh, I agree with you, Coach. Like, baseball numbers, I other than the, like, 1927 Yankees. Yeah, like, other than that, like, that. I know Pete Rose, 14, and Mickey Mantle. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, other than that, you're like. And then, and then football, like I know Browns from the eighties and that's about it. Yeah. I just, some people are just like savants when it comes to that. And some people just want to see the trivia segment burn like my script. <laughs> what, what is Louis Lips numbers? Number. Louis, Louis Lips. Lips. Is it eight? What's he? 88? 88. Yeah. He's gotta be in the, he was the 80 something. I don't know. I was just asking. Louis I, Lips. I don't know why his name even popped into my head, but. <laughs> Well, that makes sense. Uh, I can't wait to hear what your final thought is because that's where we are. Final, oh, final, final thought by Maestro. What's in his head? So Louis Lips. Louis, Louis. Lips. Uh, no, so I uh, didn't really have a final thought, <laughs> but Louis did, Lips was eighty-three. In preparation of the episode, because I was reading through the show sheet, I just didn't see my name for Final Thought. But I did read an article that was posted, I think it was today or yesterday, about uh, high school statistics for sports. And uh, two sports are down drastically this year, football and basketball. Oh, wow. I found that very interesting. You mean participation? Participation, yeah. Down drastically, like the worst... Lowest numbers in like since the early nineties. Mm, I I bet you I could. I, I have a theory on both of them. Um, well, I think that the theory is that there's the participation in high school sports is actually up in a lot of areas, like uh, lacrosse. Um, so I think I, but I do think these some of these major sports are just kind of starting to lose a little bit of that momentum, which we've talked about on the show. Yeah. Uh, especially football, although they did they did point out, I think they were trying to prevent panic about football, but they did say that youth football, like the really like the Pee Wee leagues, are up is up huge. Yeah, but I don't think that that means that these kids are going to play football when they're in high school. But well, so my final thought is: Do you guys think this is the beginning of the end for some of these major uh, violent sports, or do you think this is just? Maybe these numbers are a little weird because there's private schools now that kids are playing more uh, select basketball or they're, you know, they're playing different sports. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, my take on the basketball is it's AAU. Like right now, players that are going to kind of what baseball has happened to baseball and what's happening to uh, volleyball at that level is that they don't really, you don't really play for your high school team to get noticed by a college and basketball is becoming that like most, most basketball players get their scholarships, not from what they did in the high school season. Usually it's what they did in the AU when they're seen and the high school season is just their thing to do. For, uh, for the medium sports fan, you want to tell me what AAU, AAU is basically the, the travel circuit in the summer that these, these players play. Anybody can play AU, but like the top level AAU players, We'll go to these um, these camps like Adidas camps and Nike camps, and they'll they'll take their teams, and there's a shitload of money in it, and they play in these elite tournaments, and all of the scouts, like all of the coaches, are there, and all of the scouting happens there, 
and coaches hate it. It's the smarmy, dirty side, like all the stuff that it's out there with Nike possibly trying to, you know, bribe people. And there's, it's a dirty, smarmy part, but it's the only place to go to, to pick up these kids. So I could see less of the elite kids playing. So the participation's down, but like football, I'm, my first thought was, okay, there's just less kids that want to be tackling dummies. And so now the teams are much more streamlined with only the kids that love it rather than the kids that, Hey, I want to play football and they just get their asses kicked in, in practice. They're like, I would rather not do that. And they do something else. That's a great, great thing. Yeah. Cause I mean, I coached it and I saw the kids, there are tackling dummies. They never get to play and they're just out there getting their butts kicked. And I could just see less kids doing it because eh, it's not worth it. And there's other, there's, there's better options now, I think. Yeah, there is you a know. lot more, more sports for sure. Can, uh, can I ask a question? Yeah. Coach, how, uh, how did you encourage those kids when you were a football coach? Well, so we used to do these, we used to do these drills. Um, it's kind of like the gauntlet drill where you basically have two sides and then you, you pitch the ball and the, the basically the, you yell out a hole that are the, it's like one or two. So they go through one gap or the other gap. So the defender has to come. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Coach, this is a uh, sports talk for the medium okay. fan. So let me put it this way. So the drill. I have to repeat my question. How did you encourage this is what those I was, kids? I'm I meant, like, bit- what I'm encouraging them to do is this. They would get in these drills and across for them would be this monster that you'd have to run and try to tackle, or they would be getting ready to tackle. And I said, get to the sideline as fast as you can. And if you're tackling them, don't go head on. Try hard, glance it, but don't go head on. I mean, these kids had no effing chance. And yet we're asking them to go up and try tackle a monster. I'm like, just, just make it look good. (laughs) Die for the legs. If you trip them up, it's great. And if you miss, all you got is grass in your mouth, in your, in your face mask and you're not dead. (laughs) You know, I'm not kidding. These kids were tiny. Yeah. I remember uh, Maestro when we used to run those drills where we had to do those stunt gap X seven fives and we'd shout out a gap a whole number and people had to slip around. Hello, yeah. what? All right, so I got lost a little bit there. I apologize, but my nickname is Coach. We do call him the Coach because he has coached every single sport. He is the coach that, like, if this, if if life was a Saved by the Bell. If you would be a character called coach and you would coach every, like you'd coach AC Slater and wrestling and then you'd coach basket. You would always I'd be the track the coach. coach. I'd be everybody's coach. Yeah, right. So on a related note to, to football, we were, I was throwing the football with my, my boys in the front yard and somehow it, it got to tackling and, and Lincoln was, my younger son was trying to tackle my older son. And I'm like, he, he failed miserably. And I'm like, let me show you how to do this. <laughs> And I, so I got down, channeled my eighth grade football years and tried to tackle my older son. And it was, bad. Oh. it was, bad. he just plowed over me. I think I, I think you probably I hurt yourself. You're lucky you didn't get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was not good. So coach, your advice to, uh, tackling monsters. I, I felt. That. Yeah. Always take a sideways glance and go for the legs, trip them up. Never go head on. <laughs> Good advice for life. That too. is. <laughs> so I don't know if that was a final thought, but it, it was an article that caught my eye because I have predicted, you know, that lacrosse I think is gaining momentum. Oof. And I know that's weird to think of that, that sport, but it seems like it's, 
I think there's just more options now in these big schools for kids to do other things that, than the main sports. And I, th- I think you're right, coach, that, uh, you know, why get, why be a tackling dummy if you could play, you know, something else. Yeah, I, I totally. All right. Yeah. It was a, an interesting final thought there, Maestro. Interesting choice. <laughs> I hate you I got- too. I, I got to tell you, I thought when I put I, the reason I gave you a final thought is I thought for sure it was going to be U.S. Open tennis. And yeah, n- nope. No, I haven't even thought about tennis. Although well, I do, let's get it on the show sheet for next week, I suppose. Yeah. Show sheet for next week. Did the article say anything about participation in golf and tennis? Is it skyrocketing? It mentioned it actually mentioned a lot of volleyball. I think volleyball numbers are way up, but then it also had numbers like for uh, for uh, girls football, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize was. A, a I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, I didn't either. So that those numbers are way up, um, but yeah, nothing about golf or tennis or anything. Mm-hmm. I bet uh, you'd get more kids playing golf if uh, they were allowed to have caddies, isn't that? Oh. Right, that is the one thing that holds so many back. All righty. I think that uh, that does it. So, Coach, uh, you've, this is the new ending where, where you uh, choose a new uh, 1980s-related athlete and create a closing. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go in the other room, not the one that you used to do. Find that closet. Inside is a set of dresser drawers. I want you to pull it back. Push aside your underoos and right next. Wait, 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 wait. The, the dresser's in the yeah, closet? Yeah, safe space. And then okay, right, making right sure. in the back, I want you to grab your Howard Cosell bobblehead, pat him on the head, and say, Sports Wednesday's all done. ending was that original yes pete it was sounded good coach i'm 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 disappointed that once you brought up howard cosell you didn't drop into a howard cosell impression for the rest i would have but it it, i tried it today i I already picked howard cosell in my head and i tried howard cosell bad and uh i tried it and it was awful so i I wasn't gonna do it yes and howard Howard cosell Sports Wednesday. Wednesday. The show is finished. (laughs) Done. Now that you should have done that. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sport Wednesday with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. <laughs>